0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Here comes Bosco's Boys, here comes Bosco's Boys, right down Bosco's Boys' Lane. Santa Claus got and all the boneheads on Willie's crazy train. Chauncey's chewing on a crimson.
2: Sugar, here comes, here comes Bosco's boys. Here comes Bosco's boys. Here comes Bosco's boys. Here comes Bosco's boys. Here comes
3: Bosco's
2: boys. The boys are back, and it is time for our weekly live show—the last one of the year folks the last one of the year um we have had 50 I, i'm pretty sure we have gone 52 for 52 on live shows this week i'd have to go back to basketball season i am not 100% sure if we hit it every single week in basketball last year i don't know i'll go back and do my uh, homework i think we've gone 52 for 52 in 2022 um but yeah it's time to talk sugar bowl it's going to be in my opinion the biggest bowl game in k-state football history um you know i oh matt i'm happy to see you're finally getting on playing getting back to kansas city um anyone who is listening to this on a drive to new orleans because i Uh, angst folks have had, how much trouble folks have had trying to get out to New Orleans. Um, I hope everyone is getting out there safe. Um, Before we get into it, before we get into the questions, remember we are sponsored by Manhattan Brewing Company. Of course, everyone has heard me say, uh, you need to politely, you know, be polite, uh, tell your local liquor store to carry the four packs. In your local liquor store but what i'm going to tell you guys is next time you're in manhattan don't just enjoy a couple pints up there get a couple crowlers to go they have some of these amazing beers that you can only get in the tap room so check them out also charlie hustle i'm wearing my uh, varsity k uh uh, charlie hustle crew neck sweatshirt is insanely comfortable and in my K-State joggers. All officially licensed, all insanely comfortable, all incredibly stylish. So be sure to uh, tweet at the sponsors, tell them how much you love their product and how much you love Bosco's Boys as well. Lots of bowl games going on. I know uh, you know some Big 12 games going on, so uh, let's just get into it. It might be a shorter show, uh, but I wanted to make sure that all the boneheads got to talk about this matchup with... Alabama if they so choose so let's start off with Aaron Aaron my guy first and foremost hope you had a Merry Christmas let's get into it what is the biggest storyline that is going to be on your you know mind body and soul going into the Sugar Bowl game with Alabama?
4: yeah thanks Scott you as well happy holidays to all the uh, boneheads out there I think the biggest storyline going into this game, um, something that we might not have talked about a lot on this podcast, Chris Klein, really just his rise throughout the FCS ranks, coming to K-State, the way that he's built the program. What a way to potentially end our season with a, a victory over Alabama in the Sugar Bowl I mean, that's got to be, you know, really something that he's thinking a lot about. Gene Taylor comes to mind as well. But I think really just Chris Kleiman and the legacy that he's building at K-State, for me, that's the biggest storyline going into the game.
2: Let's go next to the ambassador, Ethan. Ethan, my friend, hope you had a Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. What's the uh, biggest storyline you have on your mind going into this?
0: Well, Merry Christmas, Scott. Merry Christmas, Boneheads. <clears throat> the biggest storyline coming into coming into this game is just the escalation of play calling throughout the season that Colin Klein has produced. Looking at um, the start of the year compared to now, he's just uh, really turned it up a uh, fifty different levels. Um, that connection that he has uh, calling plays for um, is really something. And then I hope we get to see a lot of fun bowl game calls with the two quarterback sets. So, all the play calling from Klein, something to really watch for me.
2: Yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens because, you know, that was the game that made everyone fall in love with Colin Klein. There weren't a lot of folks who were, uh, you know, team calling when the offensive coordinator position came up. He blows it out of the water versus LSU. Then everyone got on board. Things got icy, and now – here we are. So I'm hoping to see some razzle-dazzle in the bowl game from Colin Klein as well. Let's go to Will the Thrill. Will, hope you had a Merry Christmas. What's the uh, top uh, storyline that you have on your mind going into the uh, Sugar Bowl?
1: Hey, everybody. Yeah, I, uh, I had a great Christmas. Uh, did some cooking. You know, watched uh, watched a lot of the games. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas as well. Um, I think one of the biggest headlines is um, probably going to be the recruiting um, and not so much like looking forward but um, the development you know we've seen a lot you know like with um, Felix for example he was not even going to play and to see the, the caliber that he's turned a lot of these players into um, you know I could I could list all of them but um Seeing that, and then um, moving it up a peg with what we have coming in now as recruits um, is probably going to be the biggest story for me to see what he can do with these higher caliber players. Not to take away from the everything that Snyder's done and and um, what we've done with the players that we've had, but it's just um, see it's it's amazing seeing how we can build and, and go up.
2: That's a great uh point, Will. And I, I think that's something that will be talked about a lot off season. I think it's gonna be talked about a lot uh in the years to come. Chris Kleiman won the Big Twelve, uh has a top ten team, is on the cusp of quite possibly the greatest season in K State football history if they can get this bowl win. And he did that with recruiting classes in the sixties and seventies, depending on what, you know, ranking system you want to look at. He just scored one in the 20s, or at worst, in the you know low 30s. So uh, it does make you super excited to see if they can couple the development in the portal with more talented players as well. Uh, let's go to Cole next, Colorado Cole. I uh, hope you had a very Merry Christmas. I hope uh, all is well traveling-wise for you. Um, what do you have as the biggest storyline uh, that you're going to be focusing on going into that game with Alabama.
5: Scott, um, I had a great Christmas. Hope you did as well amongst everyone else listening. Um, yeah, I'm actually in Kansas for the week, so it's nice to be back in God's country for a little bit before I head back back to Colorado. But, um, yeah, really, uh, this game, I think you have the opportunity to go toe-to-toe with the biggest brand in college football. Um, so I think it's a pretty meaningful game on that front. And now more than ever, brand and image is big in sports and in pretty much everything we deal with in our day-to-day life. Um, so really, I think this, t- this uh, game, you know, we're playing for a hypothetical seat at the table with the big boys – um and a chance to really slingshot some of this momentum we've had this season and uh, kind of build upon that going forward. Um, so you know, obviously hoping we can pull it off a big win and continue some of this strong cannonball moment. I love it. We'll go to Chris
2: next. Chris, uh, we, we've talked about I, I've probably brought up you know. 50 plus different storylines and stuff that makes this game big on Saturday. But what's the biggest thing that'll be on your mind in these final days of buildup and going into the game on Saturday?
6: Yeah, I think it's gotta be just, uh, basically becoming nationally relevant. I think if you're able to pull off the upset against Alabama, um, then I think it puts, it puts K-State on the map. Not that it already isn't, but it, it puts us on a national stage to be uh, year in, year out, nationally relevant and to see if we can keep this thing building and momentum into even next year. I think if you get this win, uh, it'd be huge even momentum going into next year. Um, So I think just having a seat at the table, all right, being one of the big boys and just showing everyone that we're here to stay. We're, We're back to where we used to be in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, so this one's huge.
2: I hear you. Let's go next to Cody. Cody, I think this is the first time we've had you up on stage for a live show. Welcome my friend. Uh, what's the big sugar bowl, uh, storyline that's going to be front of mine for you?
7: Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. This is a uh, first time, in a long time. Um, so little backstory. I live in Houston and I remember last year, uh, I went to the bowl game, had a blast And, you know, I still wear my K-State gear around and people would talk about that game uh, because a lot of people, you know, know the game because it's local. And uh, my point is kind of like Chris's. I want to see what this does to catapult us into these conversations nationally going forward next year and in future years after, um, you know, we pull off the upset. And just watching Chris Kleiman coach against Nick Saban's staff, I think is going to be interesting uh, because we, you know, a lot of people are going to think that we have a size and speed disadvantage and, you know, what are we going to do to overcome some of that size and speed that Alabama can just naturally recruit and retain in their program. So, uh, Thanks for popping me in, Scott.
2: For sure. Welcome up on stage. Uh, let's get to the next one. I want to hear everybody's keys to V. Uh, if we're going to pull off this upset again, I think it's been bouncing around six points ever since the news of Alabama's lack of opt-outs, uh, you know, became official. So uh, definitely will be an upset, and it's a game, you know, again versus the program uh, of you know this generation. So let's start off with the ambassador. Uh, Ethan, himself, Ethan. Uh, what's going to be your biggest key to V for this uh, kickoff for the biggest uh, college bowl game day of the year?
0: Oh, man, it's it's going to be a huge game. I think my key to V on offense is to throw screens away from Will Anderson. And my key to V on the defensive side of the ball is to get physical with their wide receivers because a lot of them are going to be playing for – and they're they're untested, and um, so we're going to get physical with the wide receivers, especially
2: seeing how Echo is coming. Assuming you have a healthy Echo Boido, um, I I think a lot of folks nationally will be surprised. I think we have the advantage out wide when we're on defense, so it will be big to capitalize on that. Uh, On the offense, I think we're going up against 11 future NFL players on Alabama's defense. Um, so so uh, doing whatever we can to stay away from the guy who might go 1-1, at worst maybe 1-3. That, that's a good call. Uh, let's go to Will next. Will, what's going to be your biggest key?
1: I'm going to say um, my key to B is going to be battling in the trenches. Um, both on the offense and the defensive side, Alabama is uh, – well, obviously stacked, but their offensive and defensive lines are huge. Um, if we can establish the rush on, on offense and kind of get them skating, I think that that'll help out tremendously. But um, over on the – and I think Andre kind of alluded to it last night. Um, they're, they're right tackle. I mean, he is a man among men. And so if we can just kind of gash him right off the get-go, it'll it'll back him up. And it, so I think that that's going to be the most. Uh, that's
2: a great point, great point. And, again, anyone who – uh didn't get to participate in the cocaine Cats live show yesterday uh or two days ago if you guys are listening to this on our rss feed be sure to check them out on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you can find podcasts let's go next to aaron aaron this is a big one uh talented opponents uh so i i think we have to be hitting on almost all cylinders but what's going to be your biggest key to me
4: yeah we'll touch on it a little bit for me it's our offensive line has got to play a good game, and especially protecting Will Howard in the passing game. Again, the one thing I'd say about Will Howard, you know, he's he's a little bit mobile, right? He's he's not a statue back there. However, if he gets pressure out of way, you know, he's not like an Adrian Martinez and you know get out on the edge and and make something happen. So, our offensive line is going to have to play a good game, especially early on. While I like the idea of potentially using Martinez out there and some some packages there, I also don't want us to get in this situation where, you know, we, okay, do we need to go to, and is Will not having good games? So I think to to really cement Will Howard as QB1 early in the game, our offensive line has got to keep him clean.
2: Yeah, that's a big one. That is a big one. We'll go next to uh, Kansas Cole, at least for this live show. Cole, what do you got for me?
5: Yeah, I think um, we're going to need a fundamentally sound game from the O-line. Um, you know, some guys are probably going to get a beat on a play or two when you're going up against a team as talented as Alabama. But I think uh, you can't afford assignments and <clears throat> make silly mistakes in a big game like this. Um, I guess – defensively i would say just uh make them work for every inch you know don't give them that extra yard you know hit them and make them make them work
2: yeah for sure let's go to chris chris it, it's a game we 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 play quite a bit but i i mean i i can't imagine you know, not taking Will Howard over the former Heisman Trophy winner in the battle of quarterbacks. I mean, you're free to tell me I'm wrong, but no, I, I'm kidding. What what's uh what's your big key to be?
6: Um, my biggest key to be is to limit Bryce Young's um playmaking ability. I think you you got we got to be able to pressure him um, with the defensive line. Hopefully, uh, Felix and uh, Huggins and uh, everyone else can make his life a little bit. Hectic, so we gotta get pressure on the. Court. And then, um, what kind of concerns me is Bryce Young's uh, running ability. He could, uh, the last few drives against TCU, you were able to see Max Duggan able to scramble and get significant yardage. We cannot allow him to do that against us. So uh, I don't know what you have to scheme up defensively to prevent him from getting those scramble yards. But we gotta be able to keep him in check, whether that's Uh, using your defensive ends to contain or putting a spy on someone. I think that's going to be the biggest key to be defensively. Uh, Just keep Bryce Young in check and uh, pressure him as much as you can.
2: Yeah, I I think the one thing about him, at least in in some of what I've seen from Alabama, I think he has the ability to take off and run. Uh, But for for him, he seems to kind of scramble – uh, to, to pass the ball, almost kind of like some of those big plays we've seen, uh, you know, back when Adrian Martinez was around, uh, Will Howard, when he's staying alive in the pocket. Um, so it, it's you're going to have to hit him regardless whether or not he's going to take off try to pick up the first down or if he's trying to buy uh, his playmakers more time uh, to get away from our, uh, you know, defensive back. So I agree. Hit him early, hit him often. Uh, let's go to Cody next. Cody, what is going to be your uh, key?
7: Uh, mine's actually the same on both sides of the ball. Keep situational awareness at all times. When, when we when we get blown up on a, on a play and Will has to scramble out of there, we need our receivers, our tight end. We need everyone to just be looking at what they can improvise and help out Will with. And same thing goes on defense. We bust through. Uh, Get some guys in the back, back backfield, make them uncomfortable, and they're scrambling around. Keep some awareness and making sure that they don't improvise themselves into some really.
2: Yep, no, I hear you right there. Let's get into picks to click. Remember, of course, we are sponsored by Manhattan Brewing Company, the best craft brewery in the state of Kansas, and I think the entire region. Check out some of their brewery exclusive beers right there in. Downtown Manhattan on Points Avenue. Take some crowlers to go. And Charlie Hustle. I'm rocking my Varsity K uh, crewneck sweatshirt. It's a gray sweatshirt. It's an exclusive actually to a retailer in Manhattan. Hashtag no free ads, but check out K-State Superstore for some of their exclusive Charlie Hustle designs. And as always, charliehustle.com. Not only do they have the best officially licensed K-State gear, they have some Arrowhead collection stuff. Crown Town Sporting Club. KC Landmarks, KC Hearts, all sorts of great stuff. Seriously, the most comfortable apparel in the world. And they're sponsoring a bonehead, Manhattan down there to the Sugar Bowl, so shout out to Charlie Hustle. All right, picks to click. It doesn't have to be an MVP prediction, but it can. But who are you going to walk away on Sunday saying, this guy had a hell of a game and helped K-State out big time? We're going to start with the ambassador, Ethan Ethan, which one of your classmates are you choosing to come up big for us on Saturday? All right. There's a difference in who I want it to be versus who I think it needs
0: to be. I think it needs to be um, Will Howard, obviously. He's got to deliver. Alabama's probably going to be keying in on Deuce. But uh, but the player I want it to be is Malik Knowles. Um, He really started to pop out at the Big 12 championship game before going down with that injury. So I think he, he's hungry for it, but it needs to be Will for us to theoretically.
2: I love it. Let's next go to
1: Will The Thrill. Who do you have as your pick? So I'm actually going to say a couple guys, and I I have a feeling um, the Porter brothers are going to absolutely light it up.
2: I I love that because... We saw it in the Big 12 Championship game on kickoff coverage, and then even uh, kick returns and punt returns after Malik went down. The Porter brothers are special teams aces. Uh, I'm pumped that Seth is coming back for his super senior year. Um, I don't know if he's announced it, but it's been reported by Derek Young. It's been reported by, I believe, Kellis Robinette um, and you know Papa Porter. He's probably going to listen to this. He's a bonehead. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have that one right. So I love that one. I I love seeing those two running down with the hair on fire on special teams. Uh I want here here actually no. I'll save I'll save it for my uh specific prediction. Uh we'll go to Aaron Next. Aaron, who do you have as your pick to
4: Yeah, my pick to click is going to be Daniel Green. I think uh, on the defensive side of the ball. You talked about a little about Bryce Young early in the podcast there. Daniel Green's going to have to play a big game. So keeping an eye on Bryce Young, whether we spy him or just his natural instincts there, but uh, I look for Daniel Green to be flying around, um, really get rested up after the Big 12 championship game, uh, come out nice and fresh. Uh, Daniel Green, picked a click. Love it. Let's go to uh,
2: Cole, Kansas Cole, for the night. Uh, who do you have as your P2C?
5: Uh, for my P2C, I'm picking – Ty Zittner, I um, think he's going to put on a clinic for special teams, make himself a nice little highlight reel against Alabama for his draft day tape.
2: I love it. I'll be interested uh, to hear, and and I hope, I mean, hell, uh, I have a podcast. Maybe I'll have to be the one to keep in touch with him. I'll be interested to hear uh, what all these NFL teams really look at him as. Uh, because he can't be a three-way kicker in the NFL uh, because the punters are the predominant holders. Um, So it'll be interesting to see if he's getting more play as a kickoff guy, a punt guy, and I'm sure every single uh, team that brings him in will have him kicking uh, off as well. So that'll be an interesting little uh, tidbit to follow throughout the winter and spring. Let's go to our guy, Chris, the QB guru. uh, Who is going to be your pick?
6: My pick to click is going to be Adrian Martinez. I I don't think he'll play that much. I think he'll get a few snaps, um, but I think he's going to come in during a vital part of the game uh, and he's going to make a big play and uh, he's going to cement his legacy and be uh, just kind of a hero. Um, I think that's, that's going to be my pick to click.
2: I would love to see that. I I've said it a few times, Uh, you know, Leading into the Big 12 championship, and then in this, you know, uh, almost a full month off since that game, I think uh, historians or, you know, people on Twitter, message boards, all that type of stuff, I think they're going to forget how massive Adrian was uh, getting us to Arlington and being a part of it. It would just do my heart some good if he could get in the pay dirt or if he could make a big play. So uh, I I love all you guys equally, uh, but I'm really. Really hoping uh, that Chris's pick to click comes true. Uh, let's go to Cody next. Cody, who is going to be
7: your pick to click? Uh, give me Ben Sennett. There's going to be some kind of monster play happens, and he's going to sneak out somewhere, or uh, he's just going to completely truck some defender, and it's going to be fantastic. I love me some tight.
2: You know, I I, I love that. I, it feels like at least one play a game. They're trying to get him, you know, one-on-one coverage, and then they just let him make a big play. Uh, so I'd love that too. And I, I've learned to truly love uh, Ben Senate. And I think I'm pretty sure he has three years of eligibility after this. I think he will be a uh, redshirt uh, junior next year with a COVID year available. So I think the sky's the limit for Ben Senate as a tight end at K State or. Uh, as a fullback to make sure that he gets all Big 12 uh, love. Uh, I- I'm sure both preseason and postseason, we will register him as a fullback so he can get those first-team honors. All right, let's get into it. I, I'm i all over the place. I don't even remember what I predicted score-wise. I, I do remember predicting K-State in the show. Um, but I want to hear you guys. You can go with your heart. You can go with your head. I don't care. It is K-State versus Alabama in the All-State Sugar Bowl down there in New Orleans, Louisiana. I want to hear your score predictions. Let's start off with the ambassador, Ethan. All right. It's tough going first because I don't know how other people are going to do
0: this, but I'm I'm going my way. You're a
2: leader. You're a leader on campus. You need to be a leader on the live show, so I believe in you.
0: Absolutely. I'm going to start by saying a happy belated birthday to our guy, Scott, um. With that said, I'm I'm leaning 34-31, Bama. Unfortunately.
2: Oh, well, that's fine. Uh, I I would hate to lose a heartbreaker, but you know what? It sounds like it'd be a fun game. Uh, you'd get my 32 uh, year old hairline receding a little bit more and a little bit more gray hair. But
0: well, well, good good teams win. Great teams cover, especially.
1: in
2: that is true. That would be a cover. Uh, let's go to Will the Thrill. Will, what do you got for me?
1: I got um, – <clears throat> shoot. I'm going to have to go with my heart on this one, and it's going to be after double overtime, Cats win 33-28. Oh,
2: double overtime. Oh, my gosh uh yeah yeah i mean if i just talked about you know receiving hairline and gray hairs that's sure gonna do it as well aaron are you gonna have something a little bit lo- more low-key or are we going to heart attack express as well k-state
4: 31 alabama 28
2: <laughs> oh man i love it i love it all right we'll go to kansas Call kansas state
5: Thirty-eight, Alabama twenty-eight. See, at, at least that
2: one has a little bit more uh, breathing. We'll go to Chris next. Chris, uh, typically someone who picks with his head, not his heart. I believe one of only like two or three people who didn't predict Case to go to the Big Twelve championship game in our bonehead extravaganza. But he did have the nine and three record correct, if uh, memory serves. Uh, so, Chris, what do you have?
6: Well, uh, everything kind of points to Alabama winning it. But I think a big factor that's kind of being overlooked, the 11 a.m. kickoff, I think that's going to be huge. I think Alabama is going to be a little bit sluggish. Um, and you know what? I think, like I said, I, everything kind of points to Alabama should win this game. Um, they beat us. They have, if you looked at uh, Jimmy Goheen's numbers that he posted the other day, they, they, I mean, they kind of blow us out of the waters in terms of rankings – but you know what, damn it, Alabama's had a rough year this year, down year, and we're going to pull off the upset. I think it's going to come down to the last play, um, goal line play. We're down by four, and we need a touchdown to win it, and we get it as time expires. <laughs>
2: uh,
6: That'd be amazing. 38 35.
2: That would be amazing. 30, that, yeah, 38-5. That, that would be amazing. I love it. And then we will uh, go to Cody. Cody, what do you got? I got now? a
7: low-scoring game. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking like 27-20. Not only do we uh, beat them, but we flip the, the spread.
2: I love it. I love that one. All right, let's get to our favorites, the uh, super-specific predictions. Uh, I think, Chris, you might want to mute yourself. I think you're in the bathroom, maybe. Uh, we got. Uh, we've had all sorts of fun ones. We've come closest in some butt cheeks, but not quite. Cole, uh, I am going. I, I don't always participate, but I am going to do. I'm, I'm saying that one of the Porter brothers forces a fumble on special teams. Uh, they, they we get a takeaway from Alabama because one of the Porter brothers makes a big time special teams play. That's mine. We'll go first to Ethan. Ethan, what do you got?
0: See, I, I knew I shouldn't. I shouldn't have said it, but I did. But um, hopefully, hopefully, we we get. Uh... I I reverse jinx us. Hey, but, um, there's
2: there's nothing wrong with it, my friend. Don't worry about
0: it. Yeah, but um, I'm going to have to go with um, Kurt Warner being on television at least three times. They're going to cut to Kurt Warner in the stand.
2: Ooh, hopefully that means, uh, and here's another super spe- uh, specific prediction. Hopefully that means future offensive GA Cade Warner is making some plays. Uh, we'll go to Will the Thrill next. Will, what is your super specific
1: prediction? I am going to predict that both Philip Brooks and Malik Knowles have two returns for touchdowns.
2: Whoa, whoa. That, that sure would be a big one. That would be massive. Uh, let's go next to Aaron. Aaron, what do you got for me in super specific predictions?
4: I think uh, Adrian Martinez is going to throw a touchdown pass to Will Howard in our own version of the Philly Philly special. Martinez to Howard for a touchdown.
2: Oh, man, I think K-State Twitter would implode in a good way if that happened. Uh, Let's go to Cole. Uh, Cole, are we going to – I mean, there's not going to be a 50-burger. You already made your prediction there. Are you going with ass cheeks? You
5: know, I just – I don't really think – The butt cheeks is a possibility these days. Um, It just seems like the evolution of equipment has come too far that butt cheeks just don't get exposed as often as they used to. Um, Just an unfortunate uh, factor in the evolution of the game of football, but I think my prediction, I'm going to say that Kleiman gets a – Coaching one up on Saban. Uh, Saban tries to sub in late on offense, and we have some guys jog on out there, forcing him to take a timeout. And we get a nice uh, video clip of Saban throwing a fit to the ref.
2: That would be a great one. I am all for it. Let's go to Chris next. Chris, what is your super specific prediction?
6: All right, I'm done doing dishes now, so that's what I was in. Aaron kind of stole one. So
2: not quite as as scandalous as going to the bathroom.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Aaron kind of stole one. I was going to say you're going to see a a package where we have both quarterbacks out on the field at the same time. Um, So I have a few. So there's that. Um, You will see – um, at least one Alabama girl crying after we win. They'll, they'll cut to a Alabama chick crying her eyes out. Um, and then yes, there will be at least one Nick Saban blow up that they'll catch on TV. And then, you know what? I'll, on one of the, the on Monday or Tuesday of the following week, when they have the hot take shows on ESPN and Fox, um, they're going to be talking about uh, if the Alabama. Dynasty is over. They're going to be just everyone's going to be shitting on Alabama uh, after we beat them.
2: There we go. We'll go to Cody next. Cody, what is your super specific prediction?
7: Uh, I was going to try to be really generic and say that someone besides Will Howard or Adrian Martinez throws a touchdown pass, but uh, I'll go. I'll go more specific than that. Deuce Vaughn throws a touchdown pass.
2: Uh, I think he might have said in the offseason – that there is a package in which he throws the ball. So that would be amazing. Um, All right, uh, let's go to Emily. Emily, um, it looks like you host your own show here on uh, Spotify Live. Uh, Are you a fan of either Alabama, K-State, or a college football fan? Or uh, what brought you to our room this evening?
3: I think it's the fact that uh, U of O and UNC are playing tonight.
2: Hey, there you go. Are you a fan of one of those uh, teams?
3: I am. I am an Oregon Ducks fan.
2: Okay, What what's your prediction for the uh, holiday bowl, the San Diego Credit Union Holiday Bowl?
3: Um, hard to say right now we're rooting for U of O. Hopefully they pull through, but it should be a close match since they're pretty much uh, the same ranking.
2: Well, there you go. Hopefully they win for you, Emily. Uh, we'll go to uh, Steve. Steve, we're going to go rapid fire since he came in. Uh, Towards the end, uh, all we have left are New Year's Eve uh, or New Year's resolution. So, first off, uh, what is the biggest storyline you'll be focusing on going into Saturday's game with Apple? uh
8: Me, personally, I want to see Will Howard against this defense. Um, I love seeing, like, the chances you take where it's, like, right over a defender's hand and for touchdowns and whatnot. And uh, just to, for my own answering uh bullshit question storyline stuff just to see him doing it against a defense like that would be the main thing I'm looking for.
2: That will be a uh, fun one. What is your biggest key to V? Uh,
8: super generic, just not turning it over.
2: Uh, I believe Al- Alabama is like in the nineties in turnover margin and we're in the top 10. So uh, might be one we can exploit.
8: Yeah. I'm not we don't have to do anything crazy to do it. I guess is why I, uh, I'm so excited to see how that turn, turnover battle goes.
2: Definitely. Um, okay. Emily did not want to stick around for uh, news resolutions. <laughs> I, and I, I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. I want North Carolina. I don't want Oregon to win. I was just being nice to her. I've never um, heard anybody say U of O. Yeah, they do say that. So that's I mean, wild.
6: Shout out to Emily. Um, I, have, I have UNC but, plus 14. So go, go. Oh, wow. That's
2: a massive line. I, uh, I mean,
6: God. Yeah. Uh, no. Fuck Oregon.
2: Um, all right. Uh, who's going to be your, uh, pick to click, Steve? Um, man, I'm not doing a very, uh, Echo Boda.
8: Hey, nothing wrong with that. Um, super specific prediction. My super specific prediction is that when they go to pour, um, Gatorade on climate, it's actually just filled with sugar. <laughs>
2: that would be one and then i so i
8: skipped skipped around but that sounds like you have us winning what's the score going to be uh let's win it i think it's going to be pretty high scoring let's go 38 to 31
2: all right 38 31 all right now it is going to be time for everyone's new year's resolution it can be funny it can be serious it can be for yourself it can be for k state it can be for the twitter community the boneheads whatever you want it to be just one final shout out to Manhattan Brewing Company, the best brewing company, craft brewery in the entire state of Kansas and region, and Charlie Hustle, the most comfortable crewnecks I wear. I think, like I said, I think at this point I have close to 10 of them. I'd be close to 20 come this time next year. They're that comfortable. All right, we're going to start off with Ethan. Ethan, give me a New Year's resolution. And then also, here's a bonus. We'll throw this out there. Uh, does K-State beat West Virginia in the Octagon of Doom at 6 p.m. on New Year's Eve?
0: Oh yeah, of of course we're beating West Virginia. It's the Doom. They can't handle the Doom. They don't mess with the Doom. But um, my New Year's resolution is uh, not going, not falling in love with whoever Scott picks for our co- vacancies, and then having when Gene eventually hires someone else, being upset. I'm just gonna follow Gene blindly.
2: Yeah. Uh, again, I I will talk more about the new volleyball hire. Uh, during the Friday Whip Around. Um, yeah, I, I trust Gene as well. I just also am very opinionated, and it is what it is. All right, let's go to Will the Thrill. Will, uh, New Year's resolution, and does Drone Tang and the boys beat Bob Huggins and West Virginia? Uh,
1: second question. Of course, yes, they are going to beat him. Um, wouldn't expect anything less. New Year's resolution, actually... I debated on this, and I, I can't think of anything sports related. But I am going to try to do better with my money management. I went absolutely awol this year on K State gear and everything, so I'm going to try and manage my money better this next.
2: Hey, that that's a good one. I, I think
1: uh, I think that's a good one
2: for everyone. I'm having to buy a bunch of windows and doors for the house, so you know your boy is going to be budgeting even more strictly than I usually do, um, which I've always been a budget guy. So, you know, I believe in you, Will. I believe in you. Let's go to Aaron next. Aaron, uh, New Year's resolution and do the Cats beat West Virginia in hoops, 6 p.m. in Manhattan?
4: Yeah, first of all, yes. I, I think we do get it done against uh, West Virginia on Saturday. I think uh, the extra time off uh, will, will allow uh Bang and company to kind of Refresh a little bit, have a good game plan, uh, come out locked in uh, Saturday night in Bramlage. So, uh, yes, I think we get the uh, the victory. Uh, New Year's resolutions, uh, I've got two, uh, one on the more personal side and the other for K-State. Uh, my first one is going to be once per month uh, doing a good deed, meaning whether it's paying for somebody's lunch in a drive through volunteering or something, but really making a concerted effort once a month to really go out of my way to do something Uh, Just kind of a random act of kindness uh, for someone that I come across on the K-State side of things. New Year's resolution, for the love of God, can we please address whatever's going on with foot injuries? Really haven't talked about it a lot on this podcast, but there have been a couple that I've heard about. Kind of under the radar a little bit with our team, but there needs to be an investigation in all seriousness. And we've really got to look at that as an athletic department for our basketball team. We've got to get that.
2: There you go. Let's go to Cole. Cole, what do you got for us? New Year's resolutions and does Jerome Tang start off
5: his Big 12 coaching career one and I think uh, I think we pull off the job on Saturday night um, has the potential to be a great day for all of K State fans. Um, my New Year's revolu- revolution resolution uh, is probably the most cliche in the history of resolutions, but I need to get into shape. Um, I'm 25 years old, got a little bit of a beer gut going. So I'm kind of uh, at a point of no return, uh, you know, as some may say. So I need to get into shape. I got a wedding around the corner, recently got engaged. So I'd like to be looking proper fit for that. Um, so if anyone has any you know, workout routines or anything that are good for people that hate working out, shoot them. My-
2: there we go. We will go to Chris next. And can't help you with that. I've been I've been yo-yoing my weight my entire life, so I wish you all the best. Uh, but I think you're pretty cute, no matter what your weight is, Cole. Uh, we'll go to Chris next. Chris, New Year's resolution and do they get it done versus West Virginia?
6: Yeah, I think we uh, get it done versus West Virginia, and um, would that be like the single best like sports day in K State history if we win the Sugar Bowl and then beat West Virginia? Like, just real quick question: best day, single day in sports?
4: Uh, I mean, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Scott. Well, yes. All right. no, no, that's
2: fine. That's fine. Um, so here, here's the thing: it, it kind of you have to weigh. Stuff you know, be, obviously that West Virginia game will be better than beating West or uh, beating Wichita State. But again, I, I still put in achievement winning the Big Twelve over the Sugar Bowl. So it's the matter of does a Big Twelve game versus a ranked opponent outweigh in-state rivalry versus Wichita State? I think it's close, but I truly do think the Saturday that just occurred with the Big Twelve championship. In that win over Wichita State might currently be number one. Uh, all right. So I, I guess it just kind of depends on how folks weigh that. Aaron way more emphatic than I was. No,
4: I just – yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's one of those that I, I agree with the Big 12 championship, but it's always about that next victory, right? I mean, we think back to 2012-03, you know, like we talked on another podcast. Now that those are behind us, we got to build the momentum, right? I mean, think of – just what this is going to do to build that momentum? That, that's where I was coming from. That New Year's Eve, big stage, big opponent. Um, something no, that that's fine. That 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 is.
2: There's nothing wrong with being that emphatic. Nothing wrong. And hell, that can be a fun little debate. Hopefully, we can have next week on the live show. All right, Chris. All right. Uh, Sorry,
6: I didn't mean to. No, go off
1: on first standing, off, but... it,
2: we're not even going to come close to hitting the hour this week, so I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, shout out to Nick, who is down there on Bourbon Street. The only K-State fan who I think was going down to New Orleans, but not for the game. Uh, But Chris, finish out. Any New Year's resolutions or anything like that?
6: Um, uh, I think I'm going to do a better job of reading books. My goal is to read three books. I also have a bad habit of starting a book and then not finishing it. So I have a book from last Christmas I got that I started and have not finished yet. And then I got like two more books this year. So I'll try and read them and finish them. So, kind of a lame mirrors resolution, but um, I like to read, but I'm not the fastest reader. So um, I'm going to read more.
2: Uh, what sort of books do you like? History books. Just okay. So history books. I'm not great about reading either, um, but one of the best books I've ever read in my life, it was a couple years ago, A History of the World in Six Glasses. Basically, it talks about how Six different drinks changed the course of history. I think it starts off, I, I think it starts with wine and ends with Coca Cola. Uh, it, it is a, an amazing, fun take on history. So um, I would say, check that out.
6: Hmm, I'm going to have to add that to my reading list for sure. So.
2: Yes, definitely. All right. Uh, all right. Who? All right. The order all switched on me. We'll go to Steve. I think we need Steve Cody. And then yes, yeah, Steve and Cody. So we'll go Steve then Cody. Uh,
8: I want to save up enough money to have a down payment on a house. I'm going to wait for interest rates to go down before I do anything crazy like that. But would like me and Home Girl to be able to do that this year? And for the uh, December third versus December thirty first debate, uh, I'm probably going to stick on the third unless we like come back from twenty eight down to beat Alabama, and then do something similar against West Virginia. Otherwise I'm probably going to be team December 3rd was better than, uh, this upcoming Saturday. Yeah. I, I, I really hope that can be topic number one next Wednesday.
2: Uh, we'll end with Col- uh, Cody, uh, Cody, what is your, uh, New Year's resolution? Does K-State get it done on Saturday versus West Virginia and who?
7: Tang
2: gang gets it done.
7: they, They give Jerome Tang a nice little W to start out his Big 12 career. And my New Year's resolution is also around working out. uh, Cole, here's a a tip, man. Just sign up for a gym somewhere because, like, I've found that if I'm pouring money into something, I have a tendency to do it more. My goal is to work out at least 200 days next year out of the whole year.
2: Those are all great. I'll I'll say this. I was so good uh, with all my New Year's resolutions last year, drinking the water, working on the Peloton, all that type of stuff until uh, about six months in, and then I just, just plummeted. It was bad. So, uh, you know, everyone has a free pass on any of these live shows. Emily, you can come back on these live shows and ask me if I'm doing good about drinking my water, and riding the Peloton uh, all year long. Everyone has a free pass to derail any conversations to try to shame me into keeping up with that this year beyond the first six months of the year. Uh, Emily, back up on stage. Uh, What are your news resolutions this year?
3: Okay, I will just start off by saying I started off this new year, um, 2022, with the goal of losing weight because of COVID and all that stuff, but I've always been in shape. Um, but it kind of fell off track, but I lost fucking 30 pounds because of OTF playing flag football and then also just going to the gym more regularly. And I'm telling you, like, people will get on these kicks. If you just stick with it throughout the whole year, you will be, I'm so thankful I did this year. I'm like, let's go. And, uh, yeah, now I'm able to like play like a wide receiver position way better now than I ever could. But yeah, it is all about consistency. Um, New Year's resolutions for this year is probably like want to up my football skills um, and then just make more money this year. Yeah,
2: no, nothing wrong with <laughs> trying to make more money. Emily, feel free to come join our K-State Sports Boss because live shows all, uh, all year long. We go live Wednesdays, 7 p.m. in the Central Time Zone. Uh, so, yeah, that's all we have, all the boneheads to all, everyone who joined. Uh-oh, hold on. We got Nick. Nick's, Nick, Nick's popping in here. Nick, I- I'm seeing stuff about tattoos in the chat. Uh, is on Twitter? Where, where, where's this tattoo?
9: Can you all hear me? Uh, kind of. Kind of? Well, I'm I mean, in the middle of Bourbon Street right let's now. Let's go. Well, I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, so where so, can I see this picture of uh, the tattoo? So it's on Twitter. My Twitter, uh, Nick the Coffee Fiend. Um, nice, fresh, right after.
2: Oh yeah, that was yesterday. Oh damn, dude, that is a sick tattoo.
9: Yeah. So threw in some purple and uh, gold and uh, green uh, ink for the gems, and just uh, my dad's from Louisiana, and he got one. My sister got one. So like it was just family tradition to get one, and so um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a blast. I mean, I've been here as a kid many times but not as an adult and let me tell you there are many many bars and holy shit this place is popping every night and i will say i'm starting to see some k-state fans trickle in every time i see one i throw up the email and they email back so um it's been it's been a blast but unfortunately i can't stay for the game which sucks It's what it is um But, yeah, no, NOLA has been a blast. So, if you guys, I recommend you guys come down and at least experience it once, the nightlife. And then, uh, if you can, try doing Mardi Gras. That's a fun time.
2: Well, there you go. Do you want to add any predictions for any of the games or any resolutions before we call it a night?
9: Yeah, so I think for me, K State is going to end up winning. I think it's going to be a close one, 31. 24 on a late uh, defensive stop against Bama, and then for the uh, Cats game against West Virginia, um, I think we're going to show the Big Twelve of hey, we're here and we're not playing around since the non-con. So um, we're going to get a we're going to get two dubs on Saturday.
2: Perfect, I love it. Well, uh, that's all we have, folks. This is the final live show of the year. We will be back. Uh, We'll be back next Wednesday, so we will talk uh, both the Sugar Bowl and K-State's first two Big 12 basketball games. Um, It's going to be a great time. Uh, Stay tuned to the Bosco's Voice Twitter account because we will have schedule updates on there uh, every week, whether or not we're going to do quick take, hot take, live shows after the midweek basketball games or if we will just do a Wednesday at 7 p.m. So just stay tuned to the show. We'll announce it on the Monday episodes uh, every single week, and we'll be talking about it on Twitter. So that's all we have. So uh, to everyone who is traveling down to New Orleans or anywhere in this great country of ours, please be safe. uh, For Chauncey Bucco, the best dog in the world, and my co-host, we love you guys, and go Cats.
8: Hail to the
9: purple, hail to the white, wild cat in spirit, wild cat in fight, hail alma mater from sea to sea. U.K. State Wildcats for alma mater fights Glory in the combat for the purple and the white Faithful to our colors we will ever be a Fighting,
1: ever fighting for a wildcat victory Fight, 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 fight U.K. State Wildcats for alma mater The
8: down, Podcast Network.